0: What's up, guys? Calling all my fellow impact-driven women, all my soulful entrepreneurs, and all my new-age leaders. You're here to create aligned business strategy, live your life by design, and create fulfilling success in your area of passion. Who's going to help you do that? I'm going to help you do that. I'm Dana Lisa, your pineapple queen, empowering women to stand tall, Wear their crown, be firm but sweet, and have a heart of gold. As your success coach and marketing maestro, hashtag be the pineapple bays. Let's get started on Juicy Business Radio. Hey, happy humans, alma peeps! I'm here with Beck Mylonis my soul sister and she's also an amazing shamanic healer that is just like super intuitive but also drops f-bombs and has the cutest accent ever and i just i just love her so i'm so excited to share her with you and the world and um yeah how would you describe yourself now that i've given my my version of an intro <laughs>
1: yeah amazing um i would add to that badass medicine woman i think that's not said about me enough but uh so the way in which i work with people is it's it's not for the faint hearted i have a specific energy of i suppose i i inspire purging with people um i am a i'm like working with a dark goddess i'm a very dark goddess energy that's my vibe um and Basically, I help my clients or women who are going through what I've went through a few years ago, which is a healing activation and a call to be a healer. Um, And I help them to really see what that is. And I activate and tear away everything that doesn't serve them through these shamanic, like you said, shamanic journeys, processes and healings and mentorship. So that's what I do. And I'm pretty passionate about it, helping usher in the awakening. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: We definitely are. And I I mean, I've been bringing on so many, um, you know, people that I've been chatting with and everyone's kind of been taking their perspective on new earth leadership and what that looks like. And obviously we're all experiencing the pandemic of 2020 and what that means in terms of repercussions for the world, for people's attitudes, for the vibration of the collective. So what's kind of been your experience with that? I'd be curious to know.
1: Mm. It's been a huge purging. I'm seeing a lot of purging everywhere Um, because the way that I perceive it is that leaders and these women, particularly who I work with, and there's men, of course, but the women particularly that I work with that are being activated, there's a lot of tearing away and falling apart that needs to happen before they can step into their power. And for me, on my spiritual journey, it was this process of literally everything being pulled from me in the most brutal, amazing way possible. That really made it possible for me to like fully stand in the expression of my soul and stand in true leadership, and that's an energetic thing. So, what's happening, um, and I see what you know what leadership in the new paradigm is it's a move into the feminine for sure. And there's been a lot talked about the divine feminine that we're moving into, and the collapse of the masculine patriarchy and the paradigms that we're living in. But for me, it's like on a personal level, I'm seeing it's just like this, you cannot pretend anymore. Like there's no fucking around. There's no, excuse my language. There's no pretending um, and spirit, soul, the universe, whatever will tear away anything that is standing in the path of you, your unique expression, your gifts and how you are here. And I'm specifically talking to leadership roles at the moment. Mm. There is a lot of crumbling and falling apart um, on people that aren't awake at the moment. Cause they're, that's their process of waking up. But those of us that are being initiated to be leaders in this new, whatever this is um, we're just not getting away with the shit that we used to get away with. So I was telling you earlier, I'm going through this right now where stuff that I've dealt with this, how many times do I have to deal with this and it's coming up again, testing me, uh, pushing me to be like, rise above, rise above, rise above. So it's this like, if it's not in your soul expression, if it's not your authentic truth, it's being torn away. Um, which I think is a beautiful thing and it's going to help these leaders really rise and show people, I suppose, it's like this, this is who I am. I'm not afraid to show who I am. This is my authentic expression. This is how my soul looks. These are my gifts. This is my feminine wisdom. If you don't like it, there's the door. That's that energy that I'm feeling behind it. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And I'm seeing these people own, really just owning who they are um, and owning what they're here to do. And that to me is leadership, like when other people shying away from it or oh it's weird that you do that or the sounds that you make when you're in a healing process are weird I'm seeing that leadership is now becoming I'm here this is what I do I'm I'm shining my light and by extension people are being kind of like pulled into theirs so that's kind of what I think I'm here to do as a leader anyway, is to be that like, this is me. This is what I do. This is who I am. This is me and my truth. And I think you're very much the same. And just like, it's like when you you're sitting in front of a guru, people, I don't know what the effect is called, but they're pulled into the vibrational alignment. Like they're pulled into that energy. And so as a result of that, they're coming into their truth by seeing you and your truth. Um, And so there's this beautiful process that happens with me and it's been happening with me and my clients. Anyone that comes to me or is in my space or in my energy or does a healing, they're very much getting activated and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing them have these triggers and I'm like, I'm a person, I'm a mirror for them to get triggered, Um, which I think a leader should be. Like You should facilitate, even without trying, you should facilitate growth and you know, that, that growth in the people that come to you, you should trigger them in the best way possible. Like not in an asshole wave, I'm going to trigger you just to be a jerk. Um, But you should trigger them to facilitate their growth and push them more into alignment with what their path is here, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is the distinguishing factor of what triggering someone as a leader is? Because I think that's like, I love what you said. And I think in the past, we've all lived in a paradigm where people are like, oh yeah, just like, fuck it, be whoever you are and like fully express Mm -hmm. yourself. And who cares if you trigger people? And someone could perceive that as like, you're giving people a permission to just be a jerk, but that's not what it's about. Like we're not here to just be like assholes to people and like expect them to experience Mm -hmm. growth from it. Like it's about more than that. So what does that look like?
1: Absolutely. It's discernment for me. And it's like, it's a level of intuition that a lot of people don't have. And this is, I think for me, that's the distinguishment between a true leader versus someone who's like, maybe not here to lead the leaders, they're here to lead the masses, but it like you have this ability as well. It's discernment of, I know the exact button to push in divine timing for this person to have this aha moment. Um, and it's not spiritual bypassing, which is really, really important. This is what I see is that there are some leaders still who are so in the, I guess they're so in this, like I'm going to trigger everyone, I don't give a fuck, that sometimes it comes across as spiritual bypassing because they're not acknowledging the very humanity of the issue that they're triggering. So it's, it's a discernment and it's like feeling into energetically what actually does this person need? And I think that that's a, a skill that, Some people don't have, like they don't have that discernment. So it's like they need to develop that discernment within themselves of what's the right next step to take before they can then energetically tap into what's, what am I going to, what button can I push for this person? What are they saying that I'm recognizing? And this is what you do beautifully. You pick up on just someone speaks. And there's like this subtle ability to pick up on the one word that they said in a sentence, which gives away everything. Like it's, I'm getting my whole body getting chills, I do that with energy, right? So I do the same thing in a different way where i'm like i know the exact like it's like you're playing doctor and you've got that little like the twinge thing i know the point to twinge where the whole thing lights up you know yeah that's the that's the ability that a good leader has that they know oh i'm getting chills as i say this so i know it's right but they just know the button to push mm-hmm. um and they're again they have compassion when they're doing it they're not they're not like you're triggered it's your problem deal with it they like trigger someone, but then they're there to hold, not hold their hand. Cause I still believe that you can empower someone to take the right steps without holding their hand, but they're there for that support and that guidance. So they say, okay, this is what you need to go work on. Or they bring that up for them. And instead of just ghosting and being like, okay, well you deal with it. Like it's your problem. They will provide the hints or the the assistance that that person needs or show them the doorway to this is what you need to go down. Or they'll share that a great leader shares their personal experience of this is what I went through. These are the things that I went through and it might help you. Um, Which is that in itself is so interesting because I find every single woman that I'm attracting into my life, who's going down this path, who I'm here to trigger and activate. It's such a mirror to everything that I went through, to the very beliefs, the things happening in their life, the people that are surrounding them it's identical, right? So I believe leaders attract people who have some reflection of themselves in there, or there's some version of themselves perhaps that you can speak directly to. Um, and I see that playing out and it's interesting. So do you see, I don't know, do you see people in your, the people that you attract? Is there some level of connection with something that you've gone through or a level of yourself? Or is it just me that's experiencing that?
0: No, I mean, I definitely feel that I resonate with, generally every experience that it is that i'm having or every opportunity that it is that comes to me whether it's aligned or not is showing me my true desires so for sure is a mirror in some capacity i think about it like when i think about the energetics of you know manifestation or the energetics of playing with like the divine masculine and the divine feminine in order to create your desired external reality I am constantly thinking about how we're being tested or shown in the people that are around us Mm -hmm. and the reaction that it is that we have to that human experience, what we ultimately want. It's like this concept of no negative emotion is a negative emotion. Like in my mind, nothing that is in your human experience is negative. It's all feedback. It's all showing you, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you experience jealousy, you're being shown where you're scared to lose something. If you're being mm-hmm. shown envy, you're being shown something that you really want. If you're being shown, you know, frustration, you might be shown where like your boundaries are not being um, met or your expectations aren't being met because you don't have the boundaries that you're meant to be having in order to be an in integrity. Like you're always just receiving feedback. So I think at any moment, like you are, when you say like you're the vibrational match for someone, and so therefore they're going to be a mirror for you, like, of course, that's 100% accurate, meaning that Mm. any experience that it is that you are having, you are helping co-create that reality. And so what does the feedback mean to you about what you actually want and about what your next steps are and about what true alignment actually looks like for you? That's Mm. kind of been my experience within that. Yeah,
1: totally. I agree.
0: Yeah. I don't have anything to
1: add to that, but I, I agree. Cause you like, yeah, you said it so perfectly. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I think one thing I really want to ask you is like, I know that my journey of witnessing myself evolve into acknowledging that I'm a healer, acknowledging Mm -hmm. that I'm an intuitive, even getting in tune. like I loved when you were like, oh my God, I have full body sensation and I have the chills because I experienced that too. But there was a time in my life where I was not in tune with myself Mm -hmm. enough to have those sensations, to recognize that they were happening when they were happening or what they meant. And there was a time where I dealt with a lot of my own mental health issues and I was really detached from my truth from my body I didn't want to be in my body because I didn't want you know I didn't want to be experiencing intimately the sensations that it was that I was going through because none of them were positive or the type of feedback that it is that I wanted to be having in my experience so uh, it took me a long time to recognize that I was a healer recognize that I was an intuitive and I know because I know you personally and we've you know both evolved so much even since we met each other. Like, what was it, like a year ago or something? Like, we've evolved so much since then. (laughs) (laughs) Like, quantum growth, which is epic and incredible. And anyone who is going on a spiritual or personal development journey, I believe, goes through these experiences of, like, these quantum growths where it's hard to even recognize the experience that you found yourself in a year ago. So what have been some of the catalysts or for somebody who's that may, is maybe awakening to the fact that they have these shamanic gifts that they are a healer that they are intuitive <laughs> what are some of the things you can share from with them based on your own personal experience of you know how to recognize when you're enlightening to this how to continue on that awakening and you know what are some of the things they might go through and how can they navigate them
1: yeah so <laughs> it's funny you talked about I just need to take a breath before I answer this because it's such a loaded question for me. This (laughs) one is like, it's my whole life, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What I do, it's what I'm here to teach. Uh, Yeah. So for me, and you know this because you were one of the people to say it to me last year, the healer thing was knocking on my door. Like she was knocking on my door. Spirit was knocking on my door saying... I was trying to be a relationship coach, right? And I was very much ignoring the call to be a healer for, I've ignored it for three, four years. My whole life has been preparing me through again, mental health stuff that I had to overcome, um, trauma addictions, like lots of stuff. Uh, My own body issues, I have body dysmorphia, which I've been battling with and I know you have had sort of similar things. So my life was preparing me for a very long time and last year was kind of when there was that knock on the door and I was ignoring it. And I was like ignoring it so far that the degree that the universe had to go to to make everything else in my life fall apart so I would listen, like it doesn't need to be like that. Like I am very stubborn and insubmissive. Um, so for me, it had to be like a complete shake up and I had to be pushed into the total darkness to be able to arise. But I think that's kind of what's made me step into my power so strongly and to be able to do the work that I do is I actually needed a complete system shutdown. I needed to go through this intense pain purging process to discover who the fuck I was essentially. So for me, it kind of, it opened up and it was like, it was there and there was a possibility of it for a long time. Um, But I didn't really know how to how to express it. And I think it's partially because it wasn't time because I was so attached to what I was trying to do at the time that spirit was like, until you let go of this attachment, you don't get to see where this is going to go. So for me, the the real, when it really kicked off for me was when I actually let go of my coaching business. And I said, okay, this is clearly not in alignment. And you were like telling me for ages, it's not in alignment. i was like, no, it's in alignment.
0: Um, I let go <laughs> of
1: it. And literally within days I started going through just the most crazy, I don't know if it was my Kundalini activating or like it was, it was a par- partially an initiation, but my body would go into these states that so this was weeks, two months of just every day, every second day I'd be on the floor having these catatonic states, moving my hands in all of these ways that I, so my human brain was like, I don't understand what the fuck is happening. This is really scary. I'm terrified, but my soul knew in such a profound way, not only was this totally, I'm going to start crying. Like it's so, oh wow. Like, and this is again, like this is, I would never be so emotionally connected to something before, but my soul knew how right it was for me to be doing. Like, it was like something that I knew so intimately and I knew what I was doing and I knew I was safe. And I knew that I've been doing this for lifetimes and I couldn't explain it to people. I couldn't explain how I knew how to do these healings. So basically when I go to do a healing i drop into what i call spirit space and i just go blank essentially i go blank and something works through me um and i think it's i channel i channel my ancestors i channel entities i channel your guides my guides energies par- like um archetypes whatever it is it needs to be channeled at that time and it works through me and that's how i work um and so in order to be able to do that, I needed to fully surrender my identity. So another really key thing for me, and I, I don't know if I would, rec- I would recommend it, um, dependent on the person, if this calls to you in January. So this is already a, so much of it had come together. And I, I really just the synchronicity of once I started on this journey, everything that I needed was kind of provided and I was shown the way, even though I was so like resistant to it at first when I started accepting it and being like, okay, if this is what I'm here to do, show me. And I wouldn't even call myself a shamanic healer until January because there's so much politics around being a shaman, who is a shaman, and not a shaman. I was like, I don't want to be a shaman because that's a whole heap of bullshit that I wouldn't deal with. And then I don't want people to think that I'm up myself because I call myself, you know, there's so much stuff I had to work through so much noise. Um, and one of the really crucial pinnacle things for me was actually I did five grams of mushrooms supervised so like hallucinogen mushrooms um in a therapeutic setting and through that experience I actually had ego death which was the most painful intense um life-shattering amazing experience ever. Because for a week after that, I didn't know what was real. I didn't know if I'd ever be normal again. Again, I don't even think normal is a thing. Um, But I was shown how much I and my identity and my version of myself got in the way of my true gifts and got in the way of what I'm here to do and got in the way of my connection and all this stuff my whole life, basically, all my trauma. Everything is just me getting in my own way. And so I saw that so clearly and i think without that experience i wouldn't have been able to fully step into my gifts so then after that it was just a a process of kind of unfolding and unraveling and i was being thrown shit. so spirit kept throwing me situations people um i i was thrown into doing like someone had an entity attached to them and i was suddenly in the mix and i had to these experiences were happening where i was faced with so for instance the first time it happened my housemate was like beck i think um i think i have you know, I was told that there's this ghost attached to me and I was like, cool, I'll do you a healing later. And I'd never even considered that exorcisms was something that I would like, I just didn't, that, that was not real to me. I'm like, that's not a thing. So I remember distinctly what happened is she was sitting there and I was like, I'll do a healing later. And we were pulling some tarot cards and I felt it was just behind me the door slammed, the dog barked. And I just felt this yuck, gross energy and something in me was just like, it's here. It's over there. It's fucking here. We need to do this now. Oh my God. And human me was like, oh my God, I don't know what, like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is scary. I ghost, like, oh my God. And I remember I said loudly, I was like, anything that's of a low vibration is not welcome here. And my little human mind was like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm panicking. And it pissed the thing off because I then felt it come closer and it was like right here. And it was like, I'm getting chills talking about the energy of it. And that was the moment when I dropped into a trance and it was like something came over me. And so it was this weird experience of, so basically what happened is, and I'm learning to not do this because it can be very harmful, but the way that I used to process energy was I'd bring it into my body and then I'd process it out. So I felt this thing come into my body. I was in this trance and I'm screaming and I'm going, oh, like making all these weird ass, like Native American sounding shamanic sounds, like so shamanic and burping and convulsing. And my housemate's watching all of this. My eyes are rolled back in my head and I'm like, oh, like, it's scary um, watching. And she's just like, in awe, just like, what is going on? And the whole time I'm like, human me is like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is fucking terrifying. This is literally like, This is, I'm being possessed by this spirit. What am I doing? And my soul, my higher self, at the same time was like, Bitch, we got this. Like, you've been doing this your whole life. Like, I am here for this. Like, yes. So that experience was amazing. It was terrifying, but it was amazing. And afterwards, my housemate was like, Woman, like, you have a gift. And that was the first time I really was like, Yeah, I'm here to do this. I'm here for this. This is what I signed up for. And so these situations just kept coming to me to push me further into it. And so I wouldn't be able to run from it and and deny it essentially. Um, So that's, I feel like what will happen for a lot of people when they're being activated, a, you'll never be given more than what you're ready for. I was very ready to do that. Even though I didn't, my human mind wasn't ready. My soul was ready. Um, And B it's going to like, it's going to really rapidly unfold. And this is kind of what I wanted to talk about with you today as well is this, healers are being activated and it's such a quick succession from the minute you are even savvy to the idea that you might have this. And maybe for you, you experience this, but I would say it was like six months between me being like, maybe I'm a healer to me performing an exism. Like that's how quickly it went. It's like rapid quantum growth and it's just rapidly more and more. um, The more I step into it, the more I access of my gifts um, and the more powerful it gets and the more I own it, the more I know what it is sort of. So like all this stuff came in at the start of the year for me, past life stuff um, about my origins and what my soul has done in past lives, which made me understand it even more. So it's like, it's like kind of like a jumper and that's made of wool and you pull on a, like a cord and then the whole fucking thing unravels. And oh my God, go such away, a good right? analogy. Yeah. Like. So, like, the more I was like, Oh, I wonder what, you know? Okay. And it just, it yeah it, it baffles me like six months ago, if you'd have told me I would be a shamanic healer doing exorcisms, burping like in crazy the way that I look when I give a healing is pretty intense, speaking in other languages, doing this like as my whole life, and teaching others how to do it. I would have been very, um, yeah, I wouldn't have believed you. but the thing is as well is what's happening is I'm seeing. My big thing around it, I suppose, was oh, I need to learn how to do this. I need to go see a mentor. I need, and I kept asking. Her. I was like, God, send me a mentor. If this is what I'm meant to be doing, send me a mentor. And I was working with someone briefly, and you know, she did help me a lot. But I, in my soul, I knew that I didn't need, I didn't need someone else to tell me my expression of my gifts or how to use my gifts or how to relearn what I already knew. Right. So I just feel like for so many of these people. A mentor is great and you need that sometimes. So she helps me more with the mindset stuff around it and not letting my ego get in the way. But in terms of the actual gifts and using the gifts themselves, you cannot teach me how to do this. Like you just can't teach me how to do this. This is something that I just innately know. Um, And this is, will be the experience for many people. They'll be like, how do I know this? How do I know how to do it? How do I know intuitively when I'm doing this work on someone how do I know the exact point to press on them? How do I know this message that's coming through to them? Why is my body reacting in this way? It just is because it's something that you just know so innately. Your soul knows this, you are here for this. And what's happening is that's being activated in you. So I'm gonna let you weigh in and all that. I've been just like but <laughs> it was a lot <laughs> no, like I said. That's,
0: like what you're saying is so important. And the reason mm. why it's so important and the gravity that's like hitting me about it is that I, also had a similar experience in the sense of what i really was doing in my awakening journey to empowering myself to recognize the intuitive that it is that i am to awaken my intuitive gifts to step into my psychic abilities to start doing this healing work on a deep level was deconditioning myself to recognize that i already knew how to do all of this stuff and the only reason that i didn't you know monetize it earlier or Um, empower myself to be confident enough to start doing this work sooner was because I was out of my worthiness. I was out of my worthiness of believing that I knew how I thought that, you know, I wasn't good enough, that I needed to learn all of these things. But really what I was doing was unlearning, unlearning what everyone told me I needed to be or that I should be doing in order to be successful at this or to be good enough to do this work. And I think that's such, the reason I said it's so important is because Everybody out there who right now is listening to this, if you are not currently doing healing work or you're not currently embodied in your intuitive gifts, but you were drawn to me and you know this podcast or this series, it's because... You already intuitively know that your soul is calling you to do something more, and you're consuming content like this because your soul is guiding you intuitively towards the message that you are more than enough, as you are naturally, to be Mm -hmm. doing everything that is going to bring all of your desires to you. And so, if you're listening to this, the gravity of what Beck just said is that Mm -hmm. you already intuitively and inherently possess the gifts necessary to create the life that it is that you want. And anything that's holding you back from being that version of yourself is conditioning of your analytical mind. And Mm -hmm. once you remove the obstacle of the conditioning of your analytical mind in order to embody who your spirit already is and who you intuitively already know your soul is here to be, Is when you awaken and activate these gifts. It's not from years mentoring underneath somebody else or from, you know, reading how to manuals or watching or reading a script. Like, none of those things are the coding of a healer, are the coding of an intuitive or a psychic. Like, yes, of course, there's things that you can learn because you're, like we were talking about earlier, you're always being mirrored by the people that you're a vibrational match for, by the people who are in your reality. And so like you said, like your mentor more than anything was probably just showing you what's possible for you. She wasn't showing you how you're supposed to do something or how you're supposed to access your gifts or like the only way to be a shaman, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like you were talking about also with like the politics of shamanism and how you didn't even want to like become a shaman because that word had so much weight to it that you were unwilling to Invest energetically into because it felt heavy and gross. But eventually, you just realized that that is who you are, and that your soul was compelling you towards shamanism for the reason that you're here to shift the paradigm of what it means to be a shaman. And you're not supposed to be feeding into the rhetoric of what humans have made it mean. You're here to be evolving people to recognize if they have these gifts within themselves and to be using this work naturally to heal others as well.
1: Yeah just on the whole that that dialogue something perfect just came through to me and it's that like people are getting activated in like shaman it looks like shamanic work right and what a shaman is now is so different because right now we're in the ascension right we don't have hundreds of years to study under a mentor in the Himalayas or whatever the f- like not the Himalayas peru um and be slowly initiated into this process what is happening is a mass awakening like there are so many people that need Shamanic work that it's like it doesn't look the way that it used to look and so the traditionalists are gonna be like Oh, well, you're not a shaman because you weren't hit by lightning and you know, a shaman doesn't call themselves a shaman like I know what I fucking am I know what I am and I I ignored it for so long because I was like I don't want people to think I'm claiming a word that I don't know the tradition behind I don't know the point is that shamanism is not what it was it's a different breed. It's like this new wave of shamanism. It's the same thing, right? Because how do you think the first ever shaman was taught how to be a shaman? They didn't go to shaman school. They didn't go do a course in Bali of like, I'm going to go become a shaman, right? They were taught directly by spirit. And so this is what like is happening. People are being activated as shamans in this modern. And it just looks so different because of course we're not in an indigenous culture. We don't have those systems and those beliefs and those spiritual intricacies or whatever they have in that culture we don't have the same system there aren't enough mentors frankly in this world right now to be teaching people the old shamanic way so shamanism looks like for these new shamans whatever the fuck it needs to look like right so my version of shamanism is it the traditional peruvian um way of that shaman where they have specific energies that they work with and this and that no it's a different version entirely it's new wave shamanism that is specific to this ascension. But I know my soul has been doing this work like since Atlantean times I've been into like, and this is something that I only recently started really being like, oh, I've been reincarnated and I'm a starseed from this planet and stuff that I was like, that is not even real. I don't, I don't, I don't jam with that. But now I'm seeing the origins of my soul. It's like, who are you to tell me what my soul has been through, what my soul knows, like maybe, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things of just like, who are you to tell another person they can't do something or that their experience isn't real or that it's interesting because I had this argument with someone about Kundalini recently and they were telling me, cause I really, I, I believe that I've been through a Kundalini awakening. I'm still going through it and I can feel it in my body and it's what I teach about. And I had this interesting conversation where someone in India was their mentor and they were talking about it's not Kundalini, you're just having it like a this and that, and true Kundalini is this, and I studied in India Kundalini yoga for all these years, and I know all these things about these systems and whatever, and I'm like, this is where we're getting so tied up in like the labels of what something is and what it isn't, if it's helping you, if it's a real experience for you, if it's helping you to address your trauma and come into your power, does it fucking matter if it's Kundalini or not like you know it's just one of those like we get so tripped up on. The words and the titles and the is this and that for me was like it took me three months to get over okay so what am i what what am i am i what is it what is it that i do i still to this day couldn't actually tell you what happens in one of my sessions and it's funny because like people like so what do you do and i'm like well you're gonna come to me we're gonna go into the state together some weird shit's gonna happen you're gonna tear away some stuff and that's all i can tell you really because i don't know And it's, you don't need to know because it's perfect and it's always perfect. And when we try and put these human judgments and labels and we try and fit spiritual, like deep esoteric stuff into a framework of our human limited thinking, that's when it becomes a problem. Um, And so, yeah, this whole debate about shamanism, it's like, it's just not what it was and it's changing specifically because of the period that we're in and you know, I just see, I see so many healers being activated in all of these ways. And because they know healing to be one thing, they're denying what's happening to them essentially because they they already know it in one brand and one breed. And it looks like this when really it looks like, and it can look like so many different things. So that's just, I had to say that because I was like on the thing of shamanism. I still, honestly, I don't really call my, I wouldn't call myself a shaman purely because it's like, what is label? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, I do if you're drawn to me, you need to work with me. You need to be in my energy and that's it. That's, that's, you know, I say shamanic journeying because that's my way of like not having to give a disclaimer to people that I'm going to be speaking in other languages. My eyes are going to roll in the back of my head. It's going to be intense. You're going to cry. You're going to purge. That's my way of just being like, this is what it is. So you can understand it and I don't have to write warning. Like weird shit may happen when you're in my presence. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. And this, I know this conversation is liberating for me. Like, there's been multiple points where I'm like getting emotional because I'm like, oh yes, like so mm-hmm. many, and that means so many people need to hear it because mm-hmm. at any given point, the only thing that's ever held any one back from their authentic expression, from their authentic truth, and from doing their soul's work. That they're meant to do in this paradigm like you're here having a human experience and your soul made a contract of what the hell it is that you're supposed to be doing during this time on this planet and if for any reason you are letting yourself not embody that expression of your truth it is simply because you are in your head of somebody else's perception or judgment of what a word means about you Mm -hmm. or what a particular script of being that word means that you have to adhere to that Mm -hmm. doesn't align with you and therefore you're stuck in analysis paralysis of how you're going to be perceived or how you're going to be judged and you don't show up doing the potent, powerful work that it is that you're meant to be doing for that shitty ass reason that you're concerned about what somebody else is going to think of you. And you're holding yourself back from healing and helping all of the people that you're here, that you're meant to be serving. And you're, you're, you know, like you could be here to create the foundations and the fundamentals and the structures of an entirely new movement that's never been done before. And how can you look Simply to the definitions or the stories of the ancients and the great ones and the founders of yes. other particular movements, if you're here to create something that's entirely different. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that you won't garner wisdom from all of the experiences and the interactions that it is that you have with other people who have this knowledge, but take what is meant to be yours and leave the rest. Because if there's anything that's holding you back that you are taking on as somebody else's. Lineage or definition or perception, if it's holding you back from authentically and truthfully expressing, it's not yours. And so, why are you still choosing Mm -hmm. to actively hold it as your own burden?
1: Absolutely. And no one has the right. And this is something that I, there's two two things that I want to say about that. One, firstly, no one ever has the right to tell you what you are or you aren't. You know what you are or you aren't, and no one can fucking tell you or give you permission. Hey, I give you permission to go start healing people right now, right? Like, I thought I needed permission from, like, someone higher than me. And then I was like, bitch, I'm the highest there is. Like, that's the energy that I've stepped into is, like, you, who are you? You're 50, and yeah, you've studied 10 years and whatever. You're... on a soul level, who who are you to tell my soul that my soul hasn't been here for thousands of years, that I didn't reincarnate specifically for that? Yeah, I'm 27. And sure, I haven't had a lot of life experience, but my soul is an old soul. My soul knows some shit. And I don't care about all these human things of, well, you're older and you've studied this and you lived in India under a guru. And it's like, I don't care because it does. it's not relevant to me in my work. Like It's relevant to you and your work, but Who you are doesn't diminish who I am and your perception of my worthiness doesn't matter. And that's something that I just stopped giving a shit. I just really stopped giving a shit about other people's opinion. Um, And for me, that was like, it took a lot because I had to decondition, like you said, years of caring and needing validation and needing someone to give me a seal of approval of, it's okay for you to be that. And it's okay for you to be this version of yourself. And it's okay for you to share that message. When I stopped giving a shit about the message I was here to share, about what I look like when I do this work, about am I experienced enough to share this? Am I good enough? Um, Am I beneath someone who's trying to, when I let go of all of that, what I realized, and this is what came through. And this is the second part of what I wanted to say. The biggest thing for me in my mushroom trip, and this is what I had to overcome. And I'm still overcoming it is none of it matters. (laughs) Like it's all perfect and none of it matters. And you trip yourself up attaching meaning and um, energy and emotion to stuff that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, if some guy in, Peru was offended by me doing this work because I didn't live 20 years. Like, his opinion doesn't actually matter because it's a human judgment. The only judgment that matters is God, in my opinion. And are you in alignment with that energy? Are you in alignment with who you really are? And if someone else is triggered by what I do, if someone else doesn't feel like I'm worthy, that's their own shit, frankly. Like, that's their own shit. And that used to be, and this is what I actually, this mentor of mine, primarily that's what we work on is she triggers me so I can see this stuff and see where I'm still giving a shit or I'm attaching to, but this person doesn't like me, but I need to please this person. That's my people pleaser. But letting go of all of that has enabled me to step into my power. And like, honestly, I post a lot on social media and content and stuff. I remember the other day I posted something about Kundalini and how um, it looks a lot like a psychotic break and I had this woman who was scathing like she was really letting me have it in the She was a tearing me another asshole in the comments. Sorry for the graphic terminology there <laughs> and Old me would have been so triggered that I would have taken down that post and been like, oh no, like someone doesn't like me I have to help everyone. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my opinion's wrong But me in this like now in this reality that I'm in I saw what was happening and that was her shit that was her shit and because you know because she had that reaction, that's perfect. That's the reaction she needed to have. That was perfect for her. But I also had six, seven people message me and be like, Thank you so much. I've been going through this, I didn't know. Um, and so that reaction was perfect too. So the, the good is perfect, the bad is perfect, and you we're moving into neutrality now where you can't attach to the good and the bad. And it's so easy to be like, I want everything to be good all the time, but I don't want to go into the bad phase where it's like good or bad is doesn't really matter. Like it's just none of it and this is what just kept happening to me. My trip was I was just brought back to this feeling of fuck it. It doesn't matter. Like Mm -hmm. it just, we just are, it's just perfect. Like we, it's being and you know, like at the risk of saying spiritual bypassing, whatever this person being triggered, it was perfect for her. She needed to be triggered. Um, And I, obviously I wasn't further triggering her or upsetting her. I was like, look, with all due respect, I'm so sorry that you've had that opinion. Um, I'm sorry you've been through this. I was misdiagnosed with a medical uh, mental illness and it really harmed me because what it was actually was a spiritual awakening. With all due respect, this is what I went through. Maybe someone on here is going through that and I'm not claiming to be the authority on mental illness. I'm not claiming to say that, you know, this is definitely what it is and it's nothing else. I'm just putting out an idea and if that's triggered you, I apologize, but there's also been an equal number of people who have come to my defense and been like, no, this is what I needed to hear. So it's just stepping back and not allowing yourself to get tied up. And like, it's like, we're kind of addicted to the drama and it's just, it's being beyond and above that and not letting other people trigger or affect you because you recognize that that's their healing mechanism. That's what they need to go through. If you, if your energy triggers someone, um, that's perfect and it's meant to be and yeah it's just it's an interesting it's an interesting thing and now I'm thinking about like romantic stuff and I'm like that's all perfect too because you know if I trigger them that's what they need to yeah anyway so my yeah. brain's going on this whole dialogue because I was talking to someone I mean there's about so
0: much here to talk about like, yeah. like we could go on for days we could probably talk for like 72 hours straight yeah. <laughs> about all of these concepts which is beautiful and but I like I think you summarized it very very well in the sense that Just recognizing that your human experience is not tied inherently to anyone else's human experience and just like you are receiving feedback at any given moment that allows you to get back to your truth you are you are also giving others feedback, but their feedback and the way that they perceive that feedback has nothing to do with your human experience. Mm-hmm. And so just recognizing that like you get to navigate your human experience and interpret feedback in whatever way that you would like to, and other people are open and available and accountable to themselves to do the same for themselves. So mm-hmm. I love that so much. And I know that you were talking about how quickly you have activated and even the last year, like six months, like how quickly everyone right now is going through activations because we are being compelled to step up to the plate and support and empower the collective energy Mm -hmm. to awaken to this new earth leadership, what it looks like to be in a world where there is no hierarchy or the patriarchy, there's no ascension above other people. There's no such thing as like you are better than me just simply because you trained under someone for 10 years. Like that is dissolving. Everybody is recognizing that everyone's journey is simply perfect as it is and that we all have our own divine lane and path of work to do in this world that benefits the collective and that putting someone underneath Um, them or putting ourselves on a pedestal or putting other people on a pedestal, the guru mentality of you are above me simply because you've had this experience. None of that is true. And we're starting to awaken and recognize and see that as a collective and on an individual level. Um, And I know that that's something that you wanted to talk about was like how this activation is happening for everyone really quickly. So I'd love for you to share your perspective on that.
1: I think we talked about this actually. I'm pretty sure I brought it up and like indirectly, but yeah, basically um, I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing, and I'm going to make this quick because I did touch on a lot of what I was going to say as part of this. I'm just seeing that a lot of people are being... Basically what's happening is everything's being torn away from them um, because in order to recognize the truth, you need to remove everything that's not the truth. And so that for me was really painful and it was this huge process of my life, essentially falling the fuck apart. But that's what's happening on a global level as well is like this destruction of everything. So the you can come through. So I guess rec- how to recognize it. If they why are they falling apart? What is the truth that's trying to come through all of this? What is it showing you about what you cannot keep doing um, to move into this new paradigm? What is it liberating you from? That's the first thing to recognize. Second thing is like, if you're being called to do something, like I've had so many of my clients come to me, they didn't actually even know that they were a healer until I was like, dude, it's so obvious to me because it's what I went through. The stuff like, they're like, I'm perceiving energy in my hands or I'm I have all these downloads and insights and these weird things that I don't pay attention to and I don't listen to, even though I know that they're there, I keep disregarding it as like, no, 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 it couldn't be me. How? Why would it be me? And that's what I went through of like, no, no, I'm not powerful. I don't, I don't have this ability. Like why would I be a shaman? It's not, it's not me. It's not me. It's someone else, right? Someone else who has to give exorcisms and <laughs> like it's someone else's job. Um, so it's like, if you're being called to do something, if stuff's happening and it just keeps showing up in your life, if you can recognize that a bit quicker than I did, you probably have to go through a far less of a painful kind of tearing away. Like you don't need it to fully crumble. Um, and it will like the universe will make that happen for you. If you don't recognize it for me, I had six, seven people last year at varying points. Tell me that I'm too attached to what I was doing and that if I just like let go a little bit, if I surrendered, I would have seen what was there for me. Did I want to listen? Of course not. But that was my journey. And <laughs> I remember I that to, time. Yes, I remember oh, that man. time. <laughs> I was crying and I was like, fuck you. How dare you tell me? How dare you tell me, you know, triggered by it. Cause my soul knew, but it's like, I actually think for me, I literally needed everything to be torn from me because my ego was getting in my way so much that I needed to be diminished like not diminish that sounds really disempowering i just needed my ego to totally die essentially and the only way that that was going to happen was if like it felt like there was god and there was me and i was like this insolent little kid and i just needed to be disciplined essentially like i needed to go through my human pain of oh it's so hard that i don't have money and everything's falling apart and oh poor me to see how much bullshit i trap myself with like that victim mentality is something that i really have had to work on so it actually needed to be intense and painful and I needed to be howling and screaming on the floor and releasing all this past life stuff and liberating all this energy that was in my body. For other people, it might not be like that. And so it's trusting that if something keeps coming up for you, you keep getting the message to do something. I was told at least by 10 different people last year, random people, you're a healer. I would have people come to my house that I didn't know for instance, like my housemate had this woman over who's a healer and I had come downstairs to get something. And this is not me bragging. This is me being like, this is how obvious it was getting. And I was still like, nope. I was getting something from the kitchen. I went upstairs and then later my housemate was like, yeah, she was like, who is that? Um, And my housemate was like, why? And she's like, she's a really powerful healer. And I was like, what? Like how could she know that about me? Like, I don't know. It's not like whatever. And I kept hearing it right. Everyone was telling me you're a healer, you're a healer, you're a healer. I kept feeling it and I was like, okay, put it on the back burner. Like we'll deal with that later Um, because I was ignoring it, you know? So yeah, it's like sometimes it'll be so obvious and you will push up against it and be like, no, 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 no. Why me? It could possibly be me. But if you start actually asking, if you get these hints and you start asking, okay, show me, show me how to develop this, show me how to move forward with this. It'll happen. So for me, this all fell apart and came together again when I started inquiring, okay, if this is what I'm meant to be doing, this is what the path is, if this is what my gift is, show me, show me how powerful I was actually being an asshole about it. I was taunting God and I was like, you think I'm powerful? Show me how powerful I am. Show me my power. Show me how powerful my higher self is. Cause I got pissed off with everyone saying, oh, your higher self is so powerful and you need to step into it. So I was like being a little vindictive kid about it. And I was like, show me. And then I was on the floor having these intense spasms and (laughs) experiences which scared the shit out of me. And I was like, okay, they're cool. They're cool. Well played, (laughs) you know? So you'll be shown, you'll be shown, you'll be led to people like us, you'll just find like, and that's what's happened for my clients, that they've been pulled to me, they don't know why, they thought they were going to do one healing, and then I've opened this whole thing for them, and now, like for instance, one of my clients, I think she's amazing, she's such a powerful shaman, she doesn't even know how powerful she is, and I keep having to remind her through this process with me, she's now holding space for my workshops, like that's how quickly, it's been three weeks that's how quickly it's unraveled for her just by being in my energy and being in my space, being in the energy of someone who is in their full, this is what I'm doing. This is my path. It triggers people. So find that person for you, find that person that triggers you to be who you are. I I suppose that's my, that's my advice. Um, That's what to look out for. And don't, don't fear that like, for most of you, you will have to go through an intense purging to let go of anything that's not, serving you. Um, And that can be lifetimes of pain. And so it's going to be painful for some of you. Don't fear it. Don't feel like if you go into the darkness, you'll never come out to the light. It's a necessary process. It's liberating. And that was what healed me really was letting myself feel like centuries and centuries of pain and trauma and wounding, Um, which, you know, that's scary, but that's where the true liberation came for me letting go of all of that. So that's, I hope I answered the question.
0: <laughs> You've done more than enough in this conversation. Thank you for providing your insights and for sharing parts of your story with, um, with me and with us. You're amazing. And I good love time. you. Yeah. It was so good. If anybody wants to learn more about Beck and the amazing work that it is that she does the link for you to check her out on all of the interwebs will be in the show notes. Okay. I love you guys. I love you back. Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye. All right, my peeps, go ahead and click that link in the show notes. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please, please, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes and leave a review for me. I read all of my reviews and that would just be so lovely for me to connect with you and hear some feedback on how you are enjoying juicy business radio. All right, guys, have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you again so soon.